You're listening to the Piston Podcast, the motoring podcast for the motoring enthusiasts, presented by me, Daniel Axerhouse. Listen whilst folding washing, doing your day-to-day commute, or even whilst you're faffing around trying to change your exhaust. Whatever you're doing, I promise to make your day a little less boring, with some fun and interesting motor talk. Anyway, engage launch control, it's time for the Piston Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the second series of the Piston Podcast. Episode 13 is an unlucky episode, so watch out. Recorded today on the 5th of December 2020. Yes, that is right, the first podcast this year recorded in December. It's all very Christmassy. Again, I've got decorations to my left, my right, in front of me, behind me. And if I look out my window, there's Christmas lights everywhere. It's super, super glorious. And there'll be a lot of Christmas things mentioned this in this podcast, I'm sure, because now it's, it's now it's December. Uh, I've got an excuse to, haven't I, really? But over the next half hour or so, I'm going to be talking about the latest car news. I'm going to be doing the Piston Podcast Pick of the Week, which is when I review a car. Uh, top 10 list um, of the car I'm reviewing. So say if I review, for example, Toyota Yaris, I will do a top 10 list of hatchbacks. And then My Way or Highway, close to the end, which is basically where I talk about a road of the week, or maybe just a road or racetrack I want to talk about. So, yeah, there's a lot of things in this podcast, as there is in every single podcast. And if you've finished this show and you're like, what am I supposed to do now? Because, you know, the Piston Podcast is known um, as being one of the greatest motoring podcasts around. Totally not a quote by myself, the presenter. But if you finish this show, then you can go and check out the others, because there is about 20, 20 no, sorry, 32 other shows other than this one, I think. There's an awful lot. Each one a half an hour. I think one of them's an hour, one of them's 40 minutes, don't know. They vary a bit, but go and check them out because I can guarantee with confidence that every single podcast is fantastic. So go and have a listen to all of them. You know what? Waste your time. Anyway, remember to follow me on social media at DanielCars05 and remember to... Give the Piston Podcast a follow or a like or a positive review. It basically depends on whatever platform you're on. Or if you're listening in the car, beep your horn in respect to the Piston Podcast. I don't know, do something exciting. Um, Or put Piston Podcast branding on your car. I don't really know. Anyway, I think we should get started with the show. And we're going to kick off, as usual, with car news. And the first one I'm kicking off with isn't very good because apparently it says here you could become the owner of Donald Trump's old Ferrari F430 and his Rolls Royce his old Rolls Royce now I don't know why you would want to be the the new owner of Trump's old Ferrari and Rolls Royce because you'd be driving around Donald Trump's old Ferrari and Rolls Royce and that itself is just shambolic doesn't matter what car it is it used to belong to Donald Trump so don't buy it uh, it says here, fancy owning a piece of U.S. presidential history? And my answer is no. Karma has announced two new entry-level models, a smaller and a cheaper sibling of the Rivero GT. If I'm honest, I've never heard of Karma, um, apart from, you know, instant Karma, like payback. But Karma apparently is a car brand. It must be an American company or something like that. I don't know. Maybe some listeners could inform me. Um, a Russian man has escaped death by f- a falling slab. Now, I saw this um, <laughs> on social media. He was lucky, but his Nissan X-Trail was less lucky. Basically, there was a man who was de-icing his Nissan X-Trail in America. Sorry, no, in Russia. Um, and a slab falls the size of a piano, grand piano, onto the roof, destroying the car flat. You know, it, it, it's not an insurance job. That is the end of that car and could have been the end of the man's life because he looks up, sees it, 
And there is actually a video with sound, so I suggest you have a watch. Uh, just search up Russian man, Nissan X, trail, slab, lucky man, blah, 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 on YouTube. It should come up, or it might come up with some weird videos. You never know. It's YouTube. Anyway, moving on. Chevrolet is to start selling EV retrofit kits in 2021. So General Motors has announced that you will soon be able to buy an EV engine swap, in inverted commas, for your classic car. Just take a look at this EV blazer they have made. And there's a picture here. Apologies, you can't see it because this is a podcast and not a TV show. But there's an old blazer here, not the blazer you wear on you. It's a blazer car blazer, Chevrolet blazer. Uh, And they've made an EV version, which is cool. Because I feel like the Chevrolet blazer, the engine probably isn't very good. So, an EV version makes a lot of sense. Um, Now talked about this a few weeks ago, um, but the 2021 Triumph Trident, people have been re- reviewing them, the press and all the journalists have been to Portugal, I believe, to go and test them out, and people really like them, actually, and I'm a fan of them, because it's a small motorbike that has power, it's about 600cc, um, it's triple cylinder, I believe, and 7,000, just over 7,000 pounds, it's a very good bike, to be fair, um, and I'm sure you can't go wrong, it's a Triumph at the end of the day, but... Moving on from that, um, General Motors marks its territory with iconic Silverado Bloodline. So customers in Australia and New Zealand will be able to access some of the biggest and best full-size trucks, beginning with the Chevrolet Silverado. If I only read it as Chevrolet, then I'm sure everybody's done it. Chevrolet. Hmm. There we go. Um, uh, we think Porsche's next big reveal will be an electric 911. Now. Um, I don't know if this is true, but if they come up with an electric 911, I wouldn't be too sad. Because you know how great the Taycan is, don't you? It's fantastic. And I think the Taycan technology should maybe be put into the 911. Keep the petrol version around, otherwise people will get angry. But make an EV version, you know, just as an option, because I'm sure that would sell... And it would be a bit of a drag king, wouldn't it, really? Again, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Let me know on social media at DanielCarzo5 or email thepistonpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, Volvo's electric semi-truck will only have 150 miles of range. This is difficult, isn't it? Um, So the regional hauler will target the Tesla Semi and has over 4,000 pound-foot of torque. That is a lot. That is a lot of torque. That's, that's actually a massive amount of talk. But 150 miles of range. Hmm. I don't know. It's a lorry at the end of the day. They do a lot more than that in one go. So that'll be interesting. And I wonder how quick it'll charge as well. It's going to be a big battery. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see for that. Uh, a BMW influencer has been arrested after ditching a BMW 3 Series. Surprise, it's a BMW. In a Spanish river. Wow. He did a dangerous stunt, basically. Um, ended up in a Spanish river. <laughs> and just ditched his car. Now, obviously, he was in Spain when it happened. He didn't just crash the BMW and then it just flew into a Spanish river. Um, he was in Spain. Um, but that was... Oh, sorry. Did I say BMW? I did as well. BMX influencer. There we go. In his BMW. That makes more sense, doesn't it? There we go. Uh, Porsche has partnered up to develop e-fuels program. Now, Porsche, Siemens... No, no... <laughs> Simons, there we go. Not <laughs> apologies. Um, Simons Energy, there we go. S I E 
M-E-N-S, not Siemens Energy, uh, and partners have teamed up to run a project in Chile that is set to yield the world's first industrial-scale e-fuels plant. Now, this is exciting, or is it actually? Because I like EVs quite a lot, and this past few weeks I've been looking at them massively because we're interested in one. Listen to the last podcast and you'll be able to hear more about it. But, um... E-fuel, that's interesting. I don't think it's going to save the engine, but it'll save it for another few years. Electric cars just are going to take over, no matter what happens. Uh, the new Nissan is coming out in 2021. Its debut is on December 8th, so three days as this podcast is being recorded, and... Oh, one day after this podcast is released, I think. It's called the Armada, and I believe it's an SUV thing, so that's interesting. Hmm. Um, Audi is spending billions to chase Tesla. Uh, The new budget has been set. This is exciting, isn't it? E-tron, Audi e-tron, electric gubbins is getting better and better. Mercedes EQC or whatever. It's all getting excited. Really, really good. The 400,000th Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon has officially rolled off the assembly line. Um, the customer who bought the 400,000th G also has 20 other Gs. Um, and that's amazing. Yeah, he's a lucky sod. Yeah. Um, th- th- obviously, the new D- Dacia Sandero, and this is going from one extreme to the next, uh, a Dacia Sandero, the new model, ha- was released a few months ago. But the new entry-level Dacia Sandero has been announced. It's, it's still the- Europe's cheapest car you can buy. And it looks epic. I like steelies and plastic bumpers and base spec cars. I just think they're quite cool in a way. So, new entry level Dacia Sandero. Yeah, it's quite a sweetheart of a car, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Let's do one more piece of car news and let's move on, shall we, to a bit of piston discussion. This is just random stuff that maybe has gone in my life or things I've seen, blah, blah, blah. Um, a A retro style Toyota RAV4 has sold out faster than anyone could have predicted. There is now a three-year waiting time to get one. That is amazing, actually. Toyota RAV4, they made a new one. So the actual inside of the RAV4 is new, but the outside is old. I think that's what it's trying to do. It might be wrong, so don't take my word for it. But anyway, we'll move on from there because we need to do some piston discussion. Now, um, I want to talk a bit about the Renault Zoe. Now, don't fall asleep because it's actually quite a good car. Uh, Last week, I talked about how we're interested in getting an EV, swapping our Renault Scenic for one, uh, which is due an MOT soon, actually. Um, (laughs) I've just reminded myself. But um, we we sort of had our heart set on an e-Golf because it's a Volkswagen at the end of the day, and... Golfs are good cars, and an e-Golf is also a good car. But then we were like, there's a Renault Zoe as well. Because you can either get a 20... Okay, let me explain. You can get a year-old e-Golf for about £22,000, or you get it in PCP. A bit more realistic, let's be honest. Um, Or you can get a 19-reg Renault Zoe, which is about £12,000. It's half the price, nearly. Um, But obviously, you're not going to get the same interior quality. It won't be as big. But the technology is pretty much the same. So you ask yourself the question, which one do you go for? But there's also the option of the new Zoe, the one that came out in 2020 or 2021. And it's got a 250-mile range, something like that, which is massive compared to the e-Golf and old Zoe. And an updated interior, which I believe maybe looks a bit nicer than the e-Golfs. So, and that's around the same price, about 22 grand. Um, So we're asking ourselves the question, do we get an older Zoe... Or do we get a new Zoe or a newer e-Golf on PCP? It's interesting, this, isn't it? It's all very interesting. 
And then there's all the uh, economy figures and stuff like that. You've got, really got to look into it. But if anybody has any EV advice, I'd really, really appreciate it. Just send them my way, uh, and I'll reply with a very nice uh, email or tweet or something like that, or message. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on your time with EVs, because I've never been in one. And if you have one and you'd be willing to let me have a look around one, that'd be even better. Um, that, sorry, that noise in the background was tinsel falling over. Hmm. It's the problem with Christmas podcasting, isn't it, I suppose? But anyway, Renault Zoe, it's actually a surprisingly good car for a first EV. Um, and they look quite cute, I think, as well. Quite angry as well. And it's a ground-up EV, unlike the e-Golf, which is a internal combustion engine car made into an electric car. So it's interesting. Send me your thoughts. Now, back to the Renault scene, it needed an MOT. The MOT runs out the 20th of December, but it needs new brakes at the rear. And even when that's done, I'm not confident it's going to pass, to be honest. We only need the one car at the moment, which is the Panda, uh, which I'll talk about in a bit, um, of course. But, yeah, the Scenic is just it's a bit smoky at the moment. It's a bit rough. It's a bit of a dog. So the plan is basically to try and get an MOT and get rid of it as quick as possible. Um, but, yeah, moving on to the Panda, Paolo, the Panda 100 HP. People love it on Twitter. It's great. Uh, and so do I, actually, going out in the shop in it later on. Excited for that. Yes. Uh, I've got Abbey Road CD ready for it. But anyway, washed it today. Uh, it's looking very clean. Um, and also, people on social media may have seen that I decorated the panda uh, with Christmas decorations, and it looks really cool. So go check out my check out my Twitter, actually. Check out my Twitter cover photo, um, Daniel Carzo 5 again, haha, <laughs> follow, and you'll see it there, because it looks tremendous. But I entered it into a few Facebook cover photo group competitions, and it won on a couple of groups, actually, which is quite amazing. One of the groups, I won a prize, or a few prizes, and I was amazed. And it arrived today, as I'm recording this podcast, it's obviously not live. And I got a picture frame with the Fiat UK Owners Club thing. And um, it's also got some original EU stamps um, for to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Fiat 500 from 2007. That's amazing, really. A good piece of history, that. And it's only a stamp. Still interesting. Uh, I also got a Fiat Coaster, which is amazing, and I'm looking at it now. Loving it. And I got some stickers for the car. Some Fiat Owners and Enthusiasts Club stickers. And they're on the car now. So, again, you can check out the pictures on my socials, my social media. So, yeah, go check it out. I think we should move away from Piston Discussion and move on to the Piston Podcast Pick of the Week. The Piston Podcast Pick of the Week this week, as in the title, is the Audi RS6. The Audi RS6 is basically, it's a school-run machine, isn't it really? It's a, it's a performance estate car, and it's flipping tremendous. It's very, very, very good. A lot of money, though. It starts at around £92,550. A lot of money, but it's a lot of car. Um, comes with a 4-litre V8 engine. It's all-wheel drive. That engine produces 591 horsepower, although I'm sure you can remap it to like 800 or something silly like that. Comes with an 8-speed automatic gearbox. Torque, this staggered me, 800 newton meters of torque. That is a lot, yes. MPG combined is 22 miles per gallon, which is not terrible for a, for a V8, is it really? 0 to 16, 3.18 seconds, very precise. Top speed, 174 miles per hour. It weighs just over 2 tonnes, weighing in at 2,075 kilograms. 5-star NCAT rating, very safe for the school run, yes. Um, CO2 emissions, 268 grams per kilometre. Fun fact, 100 grams more than the Panda. 
Yep, got to bring it up. It's a five-seater, obviously. It's a five-door. The rivals consist of the Mercedes CLS AMG shooting brake, the Porsche Panamera, and maybe even the VW Golf R Estate, which is also a good car. Not a V8, though, so... Yeah, it's probably not the same, but you save an awful lot of money, put it that way. Pros and cons. Pros, it's very powerful, it's very grippy, and it looks superb. It really, really does look nice, especially the new one. All RS6s have looked good, really, forever. They're just really good-looking cars, as with most Audis. Cons, the price, nice £2,000, is a lot of money for an estate car. Other people pay that for an SUV, so then again, argument's yours. Uh, It's quite a heavy car, but it does handle it quite well, so again, the argument is yours battle out with yourself and you would be an Audi driver which itself is a con and I'm sure a lot of Audi drivers are nice people I mean they are but people would look at you and go yeah he's in an Audi they wouldn't know what Audi really because it's quite discreet in a way but they'd go yeah it's an Audi because you can spot the four rings from a mile away Um, and then they'd go ah snob because it's a natural reaction really and it's a shame it's like car segregation in a way um, it's just like if you see a Fiat owner, oh, sorry, Fiat badge, you think, God, that's broken down a lot. Which, no, it hasn't. Or if you see a Tesla badge, you think, oh, environmentalists, which most of the time probably know because they're cool cars. So, yeah, the Piston Podcast rating for this car is going to be 5 out of 5 because it's tremendous. Really, really nice. And if I was to compare this to an actual car that's not an estate car, I think I'd compare it to Lamborghini Urus, which is double the price, I know, but. They're quite similar, really, and it's an Audi and a Lamborghini, which sort of link together, don't they, really? VAG Group. Uh, or rather, VA Group, as I say. Um, the top ten list this week, to match the Audi RS6, is estate cars. Now, if this isn't the car for you, the RS6 is a bit too much, then there's a lot of more sensible cars in this, and some exotic ones, so I've not gone completely boring. At number ten is the Volkswagen Passat Estate. Very, very dependable. And number nine is the Jaguar XF Sportbrake. And number eight is the Peugeot 508 SW. And number seven is the Volvo V90. And number six is the Audi S6 Avant. And number five is the Mercedes E-Class Estate. And number four is the Alpina B3 by Turbo Touring. Nice car, that. Did a review, actually. I think it was my... I think it's my second ever podcast, to be honest. I think it might be. In Series 1. Go check it out. Uh, And number three is the Ford Focus Estate. Yes, I know. It's mad that a Ford Focus Estate is in the same in the same list as a um, Jaguar XF Sportbreak or something, but there we go. And number two is a Skoda Superb Estate. Again, why is a Skoda Superb higher than an Alpina B3 by Turbo? It's a bit, a bit mad. And at number one is the BMW 5 Series Touring. Everybody knew it. It's BMW 5 Series. It's got a car in it, really. Now, My Way or Highway, if you're unfamiliar with My Way or Highway, I'll explain for you. I'm very lucky, you're very lucky people. Uh, it's basically where I talk about a road, and you can either take My Way, which is the road I talk about, or sometimes race tracks, because I do do that every now and then, or you can go away and take the highway in the politest way possible. And this week, My Way or Highway is the Pacific Coast Highway in the United States of America. So, it's 128 miles of California coastline. It's very, very pretty. Very, very pretty. Uh, you can see grey whales in the sea because there is a very, very pretty ocean view. Um, again, it's very, very pretty. And it's a very windy road, so it's probably quite nice for something like an Audi RS6. A lot of power. You can take the kids in the back and the dog, smelly dog in the boot. Uh, or you can have a lot of luggage and stuff like that, so it might, it might be perfect. Or you can say bog all to it and get an R8. I don't know, it's up to you. <laughs> but there we go, that's the end of the segments I think, and I finished it quite early which is a worrying thought, because we've got 10 minutes left to fill. So, 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the future of the Piston Podcast because I've been thinking this past few weeks about what's going to happen next year, which is the second full year of the Piston Podcast, the second year, because um, there is going to be a few changes, some really good and some quite dramatic changes, good or bad, you decide yourself. But people, Piston Podcast fans, will remember that the Piston Podcast episode one, series one, legendary episode, will be remembered forever in the history of podcasts, was released on the 23rd of December 2019. Now, the 23rd of December 2020 is fast approaching, and if I just get my calendar in front of me on my PC, the 23rd of December is a Wednesday, so sorry, it can't be that day. But I need to do a sort of one-year anniversary episode, don't I really, to celebrate the Piston Podcast and maybe some of the best moments. It's going to be a faff to edit, but... You know, school holidays, I'll have plenty of time. Um, So, the last episode of Series 2 is going to be Episode 15. Now, Series 1 ended ended at Episode 20, I believe. This one's ending shorter, uh, or earlier rather, because I feel like New Year, New Series, I suppose, with some changes. Makes more sense, doesn't it? So, it's ending after 15 episodes, it's been a good series, and not as many guests as I'd hoped for, but, you know... There it is what it is. So, the last episode, episode 15 of the Piston Podcast Series 2, will be on the 21st of December. So, this podcast is released on the 7th, then there's one on the 14th, and then there's one on the 21st, and then that's it. Until January time, probably not straight away, like the 4th of January, uh, probably a bit later on in January, Series 3 will start. Now, I am looking to do quite a few dramatic changes. I wanted to do from Series 2, but time wasn't my friend because school was starting again. So, I'm going to try and change up Series 3 a bit. I've got ideas for a new intro because I think we can make it even jazzier. Now, I know this jingle that I have at the start is superior and it's fantastic, but I feel like I can make another one. You know, a really, really, really good one, but I can't bank on it. It depends if I can get the copyright-free music. And I might try and get a proper outro done, because the outro at the moment is just the intro. So, there's going to be some changes. And also, I feel like there's going to be a change of segments to to keep it new and fresh, really, because otherwise, every episode is going to end up being the same thing, really. Um, So, I'm going to think of some new segment ideas. And also, the podcast is still going to be released every Monday, I believe. I believe, don't take my word for it. But... I'm not sure if it is going to be every week. Now, this is not what I wanted, but with me going into GCSE period and exams and stuff like that, and of course I've got a YouTube channel to to do, and I've got articles to write, sometimes podcast every weekend takes quite a bit of time. It's about two hours or something like that. Um, and I do struggle for time. So, it's either going to carry on every week as it is now or it might be every two weeks i've not decided yet but the piston podcast will still be fantastic however however many episodes there will be so just stick around for that i suppose but yeah i feel like it's the end of the series but it's not we got what two more no how many two more to go yeah two more to go after this one so i'll try and make them as exciting as possible and i might do a bit of a a special, maybe. Or I might save that for Series 3. I don't know. So many plans. And I'm going to go absolutely planning mad for this podcast because it needs a refurb. And you can get involved at home. I really, really need your help for this. I'm going to be asking Twitter shortly in a few weeks as well, probably just before Christmas. What would you like to hear on the Piston Podcast? What would you like changing? 
What do you not like about the Piston Podcast? What do you think? Oh, God, it's this again. What a drag. Please let me know your feedback. Um, Email thepistonpodcast at gmail.com or you can get in touch with me, DM, whatever, at DanielCarzo5 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts, really, uh, and let me know what you think. What should go? What should stay? What should come? Let Let me know, please, 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 because... I need to know. I can't really do it on my own, can I? So, there we go. I think we should do some last pieces of car news and then we'll wrap it up. So, Aston Martin wants you to sell... Sorry, Aston Martin wants to sell you Vantage race cars. The catch is you've got to buy all three. Now, that is a very weird marketing strategy, that, because you've got to buy three. You can't buy one, you've got to buy three. Don't really get that, to be honest, so we're going to move on. (laughs) This Lego Jeep Wrangler Rubicon might be the coolest thing you'll see all day. Yes, it is, actually. In fact, no, it isn't. No, it isn't, actually, because I've got something else to talk about after this. This is basically a Lego Jeep Wrangler Rubicon, and it's got a little winch on the front and everything, and active suspension. I really like that. But anyway, the cool thing I saw today, basically, my friend Matthew, who goes to the same school as me, he's my friend-slash-colleague. We have a YouTube channel as well, All Things Auto. He arrived today. He basically said last night, he said, Daniel, are you in tomorrow? And I said, I'll be in for the afternoon. Why? And he said, I'm not I'm not asking for a bike ride or anything, but it's a secret. I'm not going to tell you. And I was like, okay. And he said, today I'll be here sometime around the afternoon. I uh, don't know what time. I'll let you know. So I'm outside washing the panda, as I said earlier. And I look up the road and I see a car come down the road. And it's a Mark 7.5 performance pack. Volkswagen Golf GTI. Now, what you may not know is Matthew and his parents have been looking for a new car this past few months, and specifically a Golf GTI. And it was them. And it wasn't a test drive car like it has been in the past. It was their car. So I had a look around it today, and it's really, really nice actually. Really, really nice. It's got heated seats, DSG, everything. And they're going to take, take me for a drive in the week. And there will be a YouTube video on All Things Auto coming very soon. So, I think we should leave it there, really. Thank you so much for listening to the Piston Podcast. You have been uh, listening to the Piston Podcast. That doesn't make any sense, does it, what I just said? Remember to leave it a positive review. Uh, follow me on social media at DanielCars05. And check out the other podcasts, because why not? And again, please give me help when it comes to Series 3. Let me know what you want to hear. I keep wanting to say, let me know what you want to see. Doesn't make much sense, does it? Anyway, stay safe, everybody. And I will see you next week for more interesting car chat. Goodbye. You're listening to the Piston Podcast, the motoring podcast for the motoring enthusiast, presented by me, Daniel Axerhouse. Listen whilst folding washing, doing your day-to-day commute, or even whilst you're faffing around trying to change your exhaust. Whatever you're doing, I promise to make your day a little less boring with some fun and interesting motor talk. Anyway, engage launch control. It's time for the Piston Podcast. <laughs>